that we're going to share some good things with you. So grab your pens and paper and uh, let's go to work because uh, you're going to learn a lot tonight uh, in the time we have with you. Uh, we're content, we are continuing our series on transitioning into kingdom living. Um, let's pray. Father in heaven, we come before you thanking you for another opportunity. Minister these truths to your people. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are the teacher and you are trained us how to facilitate the kingdom of God and manifest the things that the Father wants us to manifest as sons of God. Thank you for your love, your grace, your mercy, your wisdom, and your knowledge. And most of all, thank you for your power that you've given to us to live our lives in victory every single day on the face of this earth. So tonight, I ask you to anoint uh, the ears of the hearer. Uh, God, I think that their mind would comprehend what's been said uh, and they'll be able to grab a hold of it and apply it to their life on a daily basis and see the manifestations of the kingdom operate through their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to go uh, to, uh, I'm not going to go over, you know, some of the things I said, uh, but I want to go to another crucial part uh the you know we talk about transitioning kingdom living why is that so important and, uh, and, and so i want to share something with you the holy spirit shared with me some time ago and it bear uh bring you to this point of understanding uh why transitioning into kingdom living is so important now we've been using colossians 1 13 uh as our, excuse me, as our, one of our main texts. Uh, uh, let's look at that as we move forward and I'm getting into some other things that <clears throat> are good for you to hear tonight. Now, Colossians chapter uh, one, uh, verse 13. Very, uh, by the time we get through with this, you're gonna know the scripture uh, by heart, which I, which I pray that you do. Uh, because it's such a revelation to all of us. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, again, Colossians chapter 1, verse 3, 13. Who have delivered us from the powers of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom. Now, that's very important. Translated us into the kingdom of their son. Uh, last week, I, I gave you uh, the three, three, three T's. Uh, transformation. Uh, then we talked about transitioning, and then we talked about transcending uh, those three tiers. We'll get into that later in the message. Now, we also said in Matthew 6, 33, it says, first secure the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So we understand that. And then one, another one is uh, Luke, I think, 17, 21 where it says, um, behold, the kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is within you. So now we give you some things to understand uh, that the kingdom of God is in you. The kingdom of God, uh, the, the, the system of God, the whereabouts of God. Now, why is this so important to you? I want you to write this statement down. Uh, we, we, are, we are heavenly citizens by the blood of Jesus. We are heavenly citizens by the blood of Jesus. Now, 
again, I want us to focus on the word heavenly, heavenly citizens. And one day we will go to this place that we have eternal citizenship. But for this present moment, we're here in the earth because we're here on assignment on behalf of God. Now, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God uh, came to manifest the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of God came to manifest the kingdom of heaven. Uh, of course, we know that Jesus came and he was the representation of the kingdom of God, but the kingdom of God was manifesting what was taking place in the kingdom of heaven. Of course, uh, we read over there in uh, St. Matthew 6, 9, uh, which is a very powerful scripture that I've been praying uh, just about every other day, manifest thy kingdom realm and uh, allow every purpose that you have done. So that that's so important for you to understand that we are here to manifest the kingdom realm. We are citizens of a heavenly kingdom that we be transitioned into or trans, uh, transitioned into by the blood of Jesus. Now, we have to learn how to operate within that kingdom or understand that kingdom. So let me give some scriptures. Uh, I gave you Matthew 6, 9 already, so you can write that down. But I want to also give you uh, Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 20. And we're going to look at the King James, and then if I flip back, I'll flip back. But Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse number 20. Now, this is so important because uh, Jesus was on this earth uh, as the kingdom of God manifesting the kingdom of heaven. That's why he said, behold, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And he said, raise the, you know, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out devils, so forth and so on, which was the system, the operation of God. Now, in Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse number 20, I believe it is verse number 20, it says, uh, verse 21, that your days, now watch this here, verse 21, that your days may be multiplied and the days of your children in the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers to give you, to give them, watch this, as days of heaven upon the earth. As days of heaven upon the earth. Now, what that said, that says we as the children of God or the kingdom of God is supposed to manifest the kingdom of heaven on earth. That's part of our sign that God's given to us as being part of a heavenly citizenship. Now, now in understanding the heavenly citizenship, let's look at Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. I'm going to move, I have to move now because I give, give you a lot of scripture. Ephesians uh, I'm sorry, Philippians chapter 3, verse 20. Again, in the King James Version, Philippians chapter 3, verse 20. Now, you really got to listen tonight. Get, can't be veering off. You got to listen and stay focused. Now, here in Philippians chapter 3, verse 20. Now, ladies and gentlemen, God expects for us to operate on this earth as if we were living in heaven. Now, I know that's a shocker to most people, but God really expects that to happen. And that's what Jesus did. Jesus was here on the earth, but he was manifesting heaven as, as operating in the kingdom of God. Now, 
in, in, in Philippians chapter 3, verse 20, it says this, uh, for our conversation, oh, I love this, for our conversation is in heaven. Our conversation is in heaven from whence also we look for the Savior of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, in the Amplified, I want to break this down to you in the Amplified. Now, listen to what it says. But we, my God, if, if you got the Amplified, I need you to look at it uh, so you can really see what we're talking about because this is one of the main uh, scriptures that we're using tonight to prove that you are of a heavenly citizenship. Praise God. And one day you'll leave this earth and you'll have your eternal abode in your heavenly citizenship in the kingdom of heaven throughout eternity. Praise God. Now, but we are, but we are of the state, the commonwealth, the homeland, which is in heaven. And from it also, we earnestly and patiently await the coming of the Lord, uh, the Messiah, as I said. So why? Because he's coming to rapture us and take us back to that place uh, that he's actually resident in right now. He's back in the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Representing the kingdom of, uh, kingdom of God on behalf of those who are still on the earth. That's why he's there interceding on our behalf. The Bible says he's there every day interceding that we as the kingdom of God will manifest the kingdom of heaven just like he did when he was on the earth. Now, let's go over to, now, go to Ephesians chapter 2. Come on. Let's back up to Ephesians chapter 2. And can we see this again? God. Now, because you, have, uh, you are of heavenly citizenship, excuse me, everything that's in heaven is there to serve you here on earth. <laughs> All the angels, everything that encompassed heaven, just like it helped Jesus, is here to help us because we are of a heavenly citizenship. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, notice, notice Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4 and 7. Ephesians chapter 2. Uh, let's see. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4 through 7. Let's see. But of God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherein he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, have quickened us together with Christ, by grace are you saved, and have raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places. Watch this. Sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come, we, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. Now, I want to read that in the Amplified so we can really amplify and see what we're saying, see what the Holy Spirit is saying as we are heavenly citizenship. Now, but God so rich in his mercy because of and in order to satisfy the great and wonderful and intense love wherewith he which he loved, uh, God loves us so much. Then it says, even, verse five, even when we were dead, slain by our own shortcomings and trespass, he made us alive together in fellowship and in union with Christ. He gave us, now you got to get a revelation of this class. 
He gave us the very life of Christ himself. He gave us the very life of Christ himself. The same new life with which he was quickened from for by it is by grace, his favor, his mercy, which you do not deserve, that you are saved, delivered from judgment, and made partakers of salvation. Verse 7, he did this, and he might clearly demonstrate through the ages to come the immeasurable, limitless, surpassing riches of his free grace and unmerited favor in his kindness and goodness of heart toward us in Christ Jesus. Now, God is so good toward us. Sometimes I think we don't understand it, but you got to realize he's pulling for us more than we know. They're praying that we will manifest the kingdom of heaven through the kingdom of God. Now, you and I have to partake of that. Now, we have to trans, uh, transform our mind to understand I am of a heavenly citizenship. All right? Now, that's so important to us because because of that, now we take on a whole nother image. We take on a whole nother perspective because we transitioning. See, we're not supposed to be normal. We're supposed to be abnormal in this world. We're not supposed to look like them. Amen. We're supposed to be different from them because we operate from a different system or a different homeland, as the Bible call it. I mean, if you were in heaven, how would you be living? If you were in heaven, how will you be talking? If you were in heaven, how will you be dressing? If you was in heaven, how will you be eating? So all these things that we have to uh, look at and then bring into our life into today's society that we have to now live that way as a full representation of heaven on earth, representing the kingdom of God that's on the inside of us. And the church ought to say amen to that. So therefore, we're transitioning ourselves and, and see, because we don't know this, it, we keep adapting back to our old way of living and we're not supposed to do that. We're supposed to be adapting to the newness of life, new ways of living, new ways of thinking, new ways of operating uh, as we study out the word of God. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not doing this, you and I are going to miss out on the wonderful life that we have afforded to live by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, uh, let's go to Romans chapter 8, verse 30. I'm moving a little quick, but you can write it down or you go back and listen to it uh, as Minister Janet put it back on there because this is so important. You have to understand you are in, you live in heaven right now. You, don't, you Not when you get there, you're already there. The kingdom of God resides on the inside of you. Praise God. And let's look at Romans chapter 8, verse 30. Amen, amen, amen. Now, praise God, praise God, praise God. Now, Romans chapter 8, verse 30. Moreover, uh, let me read out the Amplified just for uh, time state. Moreover, uh, and those whom he thus foreordained, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. Acquitted, made righteousness, putting them in right standing with himself. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. Now, why in the Amplified? Because you got to pay close attention, close attention to this, ladies and gentlemen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Raising them to a heavenly dignity. Heavenly dignity. Hallelujah. 
and praise God, condition or state of being or state of living, state of being, state of operating. See, having a dignity, you know, it, it, you know, it's amazing. So many born again Christians have lost their holy dignity of God. They're doing things, they're saying things, they're carrying out things that's, that's not representation of the holiness of God. He said a heavenly dignity means the way you will operate in heaven is the way you operate on earth. Thou will be done on earth as it is in heaven. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, we are required, we are commanded by God to live this way on the earth. That's why he said, be ye holy for I am holy. Praise God. These things are important to God and they're supposed to be important to you. Amen, amen. I'm telling you, if you want to see the miraculous power of God, you want to see demonstration of God's great anointing on your life, you have to align yourself up with the heavenly citizens and the way the, char the characteristics of heaven uh, pursuing out of your life so that you can be all that God wants you to be on this earth in 2022. You and I could do this and we can raise the bar, raise the standard of Jesus Christ on this earth. When people see us, they'll see God's love. They'll see, they'll see God's power. They'll see God's intelligence. They'll see God's wisdom. They'll see God's knowledge operating through our lives, which will attract them to God. Amen. And we're not, if we're not showing forth the things of God, how are we going to attract people that don't know God? See, they were attracted to Jesus because he manifested the kingdom of heaven. Signs, wonders, miracles, demonstrations by the power of God. In the last day, we're going to see a lot of the biblical miracles manifest on this earth. Do you hear me? In these last days, in these last hours, God's going to start uh, using what we read in the Bible. We're going to start seeing those miracles transform before our very eyes when we understand and know how to participate with our heavenly citizenship anointing uh, that we've been placed, that been placed on us, to place in us to represent Jesus Christ on this earth at a high level of anointing. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, we're in the greatest days that we could ever be in in the kingdom of God. This is why the devil is trying to devour, separate, scatter the people of God because he knows what he knows that there's going to be a great move of the spirit and God's going to use the body of Christ in such a magnificent way. Amen. That people are going to be doing things on behalf of God and shaking this world upside down. Praise God. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, it's in the making right now. Got everything is setting up the stage is being right. And God, after a while, there's going to be a strong anointing of healing, miracles, signs, and wonders like it was back in the 19, 1940s, the 30s, and the 50s when a great miracle revival came through this earth and God was using so many wonderful people to do so many wonderful things. And we're going to see that great awakening, amen, for the return of Christ. That's why we have to renew our minds. We have to renew our thinking. We have to position our life because one day God is expecting you to stand up and do these things, do these things that Jesus did when he was on the earth. Now, also, let's go to, uh, let's see. Uh, let's go to uh, St. John chapter three. 
Go to St. John chapter 3. I want, want to look at that real quickly. Um, St. John chapter 3, verse 3. Uh, let's look at that. Uh, that keeps looking at me, so I need to, we need to go there and see what the Holy Spirit is going to pull out for us. Now you got to listen real good now. Praise God. Amen. You know, this is not your home. You're passing through this place. Amen. We're just passing through the earth. Head on our way to heaven. Amen. So don't get mentally stuck here. Praise God. Because we're going to transition. Praise God. Into another realm in the heavenlies. Now, in Matthew, I mean, St. John chapter 3 and verse number see, uh, 3 and 3. Let's see. Let me get there. Uh, yes. Thank you, Lord. It says, Jesus said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. He cannot see the kingdom of God. Why? Blinders are on. See, blinders are on. See, if you, oh, man. Watch this. Let me show you something. Just, just hold on for a second. I'm going to show you. Uh, because Paul uh, made mention of this. Now, let me give you this again. Jesus said, Jesus has said, better I said to you, except the man be born again, he cannot see the key of God. See uh, means the understanding, the, the perception of what God is and what God is doing and who you are and what you can be in God. He can't see it unless he's born again. He can't see it. Why? He's blind. Now, watch this. In 2 Corinthians, I'm going to prove it to you. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. He said, In whom the God of this world had blinded the minds of them which believe not, least, uh, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Now, in the Amplified, it says, For the God of this world have blinded the believers, the unbelievers' minds, that they should not discern the truth, preventing them from seeing, see, seeing the illuminating light of the gospel of the glory of Christ Messiah, who is the image and likeness of God. So it, what that does, if, unless you're in the kingdom, you cannot see that you are the image and likeness of God. Amen. But once you're born again, now look at verse five. Notice verse five, chapter three, verse five. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, Jesus answered, and Jesus answered, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except the man be born of the water and the spirit, he cannot just enter into the kingdom of God. If you're not born, you can't see, and if you're born, you can't enter. Now, what I want, well, the reason why I read that is I want you to see that because you're born again and you are uh, washed in the blood, you ought to be able to see. And you have to understand that you have entered into the kingdom of God. You've been transferred into the kingdom of his dear son. You see, you're there. Well, how did they get there? Through uh, the blood of Jesus, through the confession. Uh, I believe that Jesus is Lord. I believe that Jesus died for my sins. See, once you did that, then everything opened to you for the kingdom of God. Praise God. Now, since that's true, let's go to, uh, in the same chapter, look at John chapter uh 30, 31, 
see, because now see, now see that you have entered into the kingdom of God. Now, because you have entered to the kingdom of God, you are heavenly citizenship. Now, therefore, the image, your image is supposed to be transforming from, from, from a, a sinner to a saint, a transformation, uh, going through a transformation mentally, physically, emotionally, financially. Uh, there's a, a turning away from the old and entering, entering into the newness of God. What about say the newness of life? Praise God. With you and I supposed to be entering into now. When we do that, something gonna change. Now, watch this in, in St. John chapter 3, verse 31. He who comes from above heaven is far above others. He who comes from the earth belongs to the earth and talks the language of the earth. His words are from an earthly standpoint. See, long as you keep focusing your mental faculties on this earth, you're going to have, you see what it said? Look what it said. You're going to have, a, you're going, your language is going to be earthly, and uh, you're going to always be looking from an earthly standpoint. And then you'll be start making excuses, this or that, that, this or other, whatever the case may be. Now, notice number two, uh, and, and say, look, notice part B. He who comes from heaven is far above all others, far superior to all others, in prominence and in excellence. So remember, heavenly dignity. God put us in the heavenly dignity. Now, this heavenly dignity brought us to a place of prominence and excellence in the spirit, just like Jesus. And you have to see that. You have to know that. You have, you have to be willing to transition yourself in that mode of talking. This is why we have a heavenly language where we pray in tongues. And then we have an earthly language where we communicate with people. So God gave you a language. God gave you a language to talk to him beyond the earth realm. Now, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 14. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 1. Praise God. Now watch this. This is why this is so important. See, you need to understand why you've been filled with the spirit. See, because you've been given a heavenly language because you have a heavenly citizenship. Citizenship. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, uh, then it says in verse number two, watch this. Work, let's start verse. Follow after charity and, this, and, and the desire of spiritual gifts, but rather that you may prophesy. Verse two, he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, howbeit in the spirit he speaks mysteries. Well, praise God. Uh, so the Bible says God's giving you a language to where you can communicate to him directly from heaven to earth. Hallelujah. So when you when you don't know how to uh, articulate things in the realm of the spirit, you know how to communicate to God. But, but just go in your heavenly language and allow the Holy Spirit to get involved with your language and communicate to God those things that need to be communicated. And then God also use you to communicate things and release things in the earth that he can do. Now, I want to read it in the Amplified. For the one who speaks on unknown tongues speaks not to men, but to God. For no man understanding or teaches or catches his meaning, because in the Holy Spirit, he utters secret truths and hidden things 
not obvious to the understanding. No words, God will allow you to pray things out. This is where we get tongues and interpretation. That's why sometimes you hear somebody praying tongues and God, then somebody will interpret what it means. God would give that person interpretation in English. So God said, here's what I'm getting ready to do on the earth. Here's what I'm getting ready to carry it out on the earth. So now we know the plans and purposes of God in the kingdom of God, and we reset our minds to that. This is how the kingdom of God operates, ladies and gentlemen. It's so important that you and I uh, make sure we gain the revelation and understanding of this because this is part of your uh, expecting great things. This is part of seeing explosive miracles in 2022. Now, let's see. Oh, my God. I have so much here. Um, remember, the kingdom of God came to manifest the kingdom of heaven. Now, um, oh, Jesus. Now, let's go over to Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. And I want, want you to look at something. And I want you to grab a hold of this revelation. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your name forevermore. Thinking that we are heavenly citizens. Thinking that uh, everything works. We work in line with the uh, assignment of heaven. Now, Ephesians 1 and 3. Blessed be the God of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who have blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now, again, notice we have been blessed with every spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Now, the heavenly places, place of the kingdom of God. Amen. Everything you and I can ever need or want has already been given to us in the heavenly places in Christ. Are you understanding this? See, you and I need to understand this so we know how to function and operate in the realm of the supernatural abilities of the kingdom of God so we can manifest the kingdom of heaven. Now, we read here, go to Ephesians. You in Ephesians, look at verse, look at verse 17 as well. This is so important to you, and I pray that you're really gaining insight and information to it. Now, this will work for you when you have the revelation, the understanding to operate in it with boldness <clears throat> and courageousness. I've seen it work, <clears throat> excuse me, I've seen it work over and over again in my life as I have ministered to people over these 33 plus years in the ministry where I've seen God do the miraculous. I've seen God do the supernatural. Uh, sometimes things, I went, whoa, myself. <laughs> You know, and it happens sometimes unexpectedly uh, that God does these things to prove his word is accurate and his word is true. And so uh, some of you have been around long enough to see the power of God, the manifestation of God move miraculous in our services uh, with supernatural uh, demonstrations of healing, miracle and deliverances. Amen. He's still doing those things. And when we get our building, we're going to eat high. When we get our building and God put us in, our, you're going to see 
a major increase of the miraculous power of God in our services like never before. You mark it down. I want you to mark that down that you heard me prophesy this. When we get in our building, it is going to, you're going to see it's going to increase. Uh, I mean, it's going to increase supernaturally. You're going to see so many wonderful things that we've been teaching over the last year. You're going to see God manifest those things right before your eyes in our midst. Praise God. That's why we've been preparing. This word is so right for us because it's getting us ready. So as we move into that building, we move with a mindset of miracles, signs, wonders, demonstrations of the kingdom of God. Amen. We're going to see it. You watch what I say. Praise God. I speak by the spirit of the living God. And we're going to have wonderful services. And God's going to do tremendous things. And you're going to be glad that you are part of the kingdom of God in such a magnificent way. Now, in Ephesians, um, oh, okay, watch my time. In Ephesians uh, chapter 1, verse 17. And I want to, re I want to uh, read this in the uh, Amplified. And if you would, sometime uh, throughout the month, you pray this prayer for our church. All right, all right. You pray this prayer for our church. So when we come together, we want to see these things happen. Praise God. For I always pray, Paul say, for I always pray to the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, that he may grant you the spirit of wisdom and revelation of insight into the mysteries and secrets in the deep and intimate knowledge of him. Verse 18, by having the eyes of your understanding or by the eyes of your heart flooded with light. Now, that word heart here uh, is your mind. Mind, that to have the eyes of your mind flooded with light. Mind, understanding. Have the eyes of your mind flooded with light. Because you ever, you know what somebody say something to you and you and you'll say something, say, man, I don't see that. Then all of a sudden they said, I see it. That's what it means. You see what they're saying, you get that revelation, then you're able to move forward in it. That's what he's saying. He wants your eyes so you'll be able to move forward and do a thing. Now watch them keep going. So that you can know. See, the whole reason your eyes need to come open so you can know and understand the hope, the expectation to which he has called you and me. And how rich is his glorious inheritance in the saints is set apart one, verse 19. And so that you can know and understand. Now notice how many times I said you can know and understand. As a heavenly citizen, you need to know and understand how the kingdom of God works. Now, what is the immeasurable, unlimited, surpassing greatness of his power in and for us who believe, it's not just in us, it's for us. That power is for us. It's not just in us, it's for us, praise God, as demonstrated in the working of his mighty strength. And we're going to see those things. Like I say, when we get, get, when we get together, get our own building, and we get in the presence of God, get in strong worship, we're going to see God raise people out of wheelchairs. We're going to see uh, arms go out. We're going to see eyeballs coming in. I'm telling you what I know by the spirit of truth. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be a great outpouring of the spirit. And I just, I'm so excited. And I'm, 
Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, verse 20. Now, which he exert in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Now, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and every name that's named, not a name above every title that can be conferred, not only in this age and in this world, but also in the age of the world which are to come. And that's this present moment. Have put all things under his feet and has appointed him the universal supreme head of the church as headship ex exercised through the church, which is his body, the fullness of him, who fills all, who fills all in all, for in that body lives the full measure of him who makes everything complete and who fills everything everywhere with himself. So we can see, I mean, we're, I mean, God says, listen, I'm everywhere. I, I'm moving everywhere. I'm moving, I'm moving. I'm doing these things, but I need to make sure my people understand what I'm doing so they can cooperate and participate with me, amen, in the realm of the spirit that I need them to operate in. See, the more you understand God, the more you can flow with God in the different realms of the spirit of God. See, because there are realms of the, there's different levels of the spirit. We grow, we move, you know, you start, but then you keep moving, you keep moving, you keep moving. And I've seen some tremendous things I've been, uh, I've been in some deep uh, moves of the spirit. Some, uh, you know, some things I couldn't explain until years later when I got full, full understanding of the presence of God, the glory of God, and the power of God. Ladies, I'm telling you, we're in one of the uh, precious moments of the kingdom of God. And I'm so glad that you are alive and here today to be a part of that. It is my job to train you as an apostle of Jesus Christ to function in his kingdom and manifest heaven on earth. We're going to see great things. Amen. We're going to listen to me. We're going to Donna Bokorisi, Italama, Era La Suda, Mengelanda, Jebroko, Namansa. We're going to see great things, ladies and gentlemen. This year, the Holy Spirit is going to show off the mightiness of God that we never seen before. Amen. Everything is set up for that to happen. All this pandemic, all this stuff, God just trying to position, get his church back in position so he can demonstrate his power and love because they got so far in fear. He's trying to bring them back to the elevation of faith that there's nothing too hard for him. Amen. He can conquer all when we understand how to flow in him. And just knowing what to say, knowing what to do, uh, knowing how to operate in the things of God makes our life so much easier. Amen. So tonight I've given you insight on the heavenly citizenship. Amen. Not only are we of a heavenly citizenship, we are the bear the image of a heavenly citizen. You're supposed to look different. You're not, you're not, they're supposed to know something. There's something about you different. Why? It's that grace, it's that glory. Is that anointing? Amen. It's that sanctified uh, spirit that's on you that has you separated from the world doing the righteous things that God has called you to do. No, I don't care what these people, these Bibles, I go by the Bible. I go what the word of God says. We have to live a certain way, ladies and gentlemen. 
And God going to call all of us on the carpet one day. We got to stand before him and give an account. You know, he might, they, people might be fooling some folk, but they ain't going to fool God. And the Bible says, they're going to have sheep on one side, you have goats on the other side. And it'd be a shame to get there and say, depart from me. I never knew you. You workers of iniquity. Some folk going to hear that because they didn't take the kingdom of God serious and the things of God and the plans of God serious. They thought life was a joke. This is not no joke. This is no court. I mean, I mean, you can't get no realer than the supernatural ability of God and the kingdom of God. So uh, this is no joking matter. This is serious business. Amen. It's serious business, and it needs to become serious business to you as well. All right? We love you so much. I know God's going to do great things in you, with you, and through you. Amen. Uh, remember, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of sound mind. The Bible says this is the victory that overcometh, overcometh the world, even our faith. Thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Praise God. We have to know that we are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ who loved us and died for us. Praise God. We have to remind ourselves of these things every single day. He said, be of good courage. I have already overcome the world, and I give you my peace. I leave my peace with you. You have to understand, you have the peace of God, but you got to draw on that peace that passes all understanding, that will keep your heart and mind in the spirit of the living God. I pray you got blessed tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I was so excited by coming on this line tonight to train you because I know it's so much more that God is expecting of you and God's expecting of me. He's got so much in you. He's, he's put his spirit, his anointing, his glory, his word. He's giving you the Holy Spirit. He's giving you the very life of Christ himself because he's expecting dividends from your life. He's, he's expecting you to produce and manifest these things that are so important to him. Because when we do that, we glorify God. When we allow God to use us, we glorify God. We're glorifying God. Amen. Praise God. But I pray that you have been blessed and encouraged from this training tonight. Just want to say some things with you right, quick, right quickly. Um, with, with, this is the fourth Sunday, I think. We only have two more services this month. So we're going to continue to be online. And that'll cause us not to have to pay rent. Um, this month. I'm not doing it so we don't have to pay rent, but I'm saying and then it's just going there for those two days. We'll just pick up the first Sunday in February. And uh, if, 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 if everything is flowing and everything is moving like God wants to move, then we'll do that. Amen. I still have an assignment once we get together. I have an assignment that I must do for the body of Christ when we come together. Amen. You're going you're to be glad we came together in that first service. You don't want to miss that first service. We're going to come together, all right? Promise you, you want to be there that first Sunday in, in February. You want to make sure you be there, all right? Now, also, want to share this with you. On the fifth Sunday, on the fifth Sunday of this month, amen, we're going to be, uh, service will start at 8 o'clock. We normally meet at 9. I'll tell you why in just for a minute. So just remember, um, the fifth Sunday, not this Sunday, this Sunday will be online at 9 o'clock on Zoom. 
the following Sunday. There's five Sundays in this month. On the fifth Sunday, now hear me well. On the fifth Sunday, we will be meeting at 8 a.m. Come on, get this. We'll be online. Service will start at 8 a.m. 8 a.m. on the fifth Sunday of, the month, of this month, which will be uh, January the 30th at 8 a.m. The reason for that is that at 10 a.m., uh, I will be ministering at One Accord Ministries. We've been there before uh, at One Accord Ministries. I think it's off of Edgewater. I've been ministering there for Apostle and Prophetess uh, Babunos. I think I said that name right, but we've been in that church. You know where it's at. Uh, uh, they're going out of town, and they asked me to cover for them. And so you want if you want to follow me over there, I would love to have you come over there. We're going to have a high time in the Lord, believing that God's going to do great things as we meet on the fifth Sunday. Now, that's going to be at 10 o'clock. And this is why we pushed it up. That give you time. If you want to travel to my one accord, give you time to do the things you need to do. Again, 8 o'clock, uh, June 30th, will be online. Uh, and then after that, we'll be heading to one accord ministries. I'll be ministering there. Uh, service start there at 10 o'clock. I'll be ministering there. Uh, for apostle uh, and prophetess. We'd love to have you there. And also next month, I have another, uh, I'm going to be on part of another revival. I will give you that information. I haven't given it to you yet. Haven't gotten it yet, but I know it's going to be in February. They're working on the dates. As soon as I get those dates, I'll make sure those dates, uh, get those dates to you. But um, I think I, I think it's in Melbourne. I think I'll be uh, ministering in Melbourne. I know you might not be able to go, but you can pray for the services, praise God. And uh, we're going to have a high time in the Lord as well. God's giving me new connections, new people. And it's a fresh it's a fresh time in the Lord. And great things are happening. Praise God. And so uh, tonight you can uh, get a hold of, you can sow your seed, your tithes, your offerings tonight. Uh, Minister John is going to put it online. Get that seed in the ground. Uh, remember what we've been teaching on on Sunday morning, Kingdom Covenant Principle. You can't you, the, you can't live outside the law of seed time and harvest. And I cannot stress that enough to you. Uh, but I pray that you are gaining understanding. Uh, I thank God for uh, the uh, manifestation that uh, Sister Mary got. I think my wife told me that she got a debt cancellation or something. I celebrate with you. Uh, Sister Mary, I think they put it online. If God do something for you, uh, put it on the line. Testify, let the people know the word of the Lord is correct and God's doing great things. Now, Father, I bless your people. I speak over their lives. The anointing of great things to happen. The anointing of explosive miracles to happen in their lives as they wrap themselves around the word of God and they elevate their faith towards you. Thank you, Lord, right now that the healing balm of God, the healing power of God is protecting us from all curses in the name of Jesus. They're still running rapidly, Lord, uh, but you say you will give us divine covering. We plead the blood of Jesus over our lives, our bodies. Every day, Lord, protect us from this, this demonic spirit that's running rapidly, still running rapidly in the earth. And now uh, we know that you can protect us. Uh, you say you will keep us from all evil. And we thank you for that, Father. 
in the name of just give us wisdom uh, to watch out, to know where to go and not to go, lead us and guide us uh, so that we're not getting caught in any type of uh, bad area that this stuff might be exposed in because uh, you will show us and you will lead us the way we need to go. Uh, God, I pray your strength in your people. I pray courage in your people, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. I pray, God, financial breakthroughs right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you that they are receiving financial breakthroughs like never before, Lord. I think that you meet every need, that they will, they will not have no needs met this year in 2022. The needs will be met above and beyond, Father. In the name of Jesus, I speak, I speak blessing to every business that's on this line. I, I command increase. In the name of Jesus, we decree increase. And I command all like and insufficiency to go from your business right now. You have more business than you can handle in the name of Jesus that you have to expand your borders. I decree and declare it over you the year of great things in the year of explosive miracles. I declare the favor of God that you become attracted to people. People are attracted to your business in the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. And you'll be able to give to God and bless this work and bless this kingdom like you desire. In the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, I present this prayer to you tonight, Lord, by faith in Jesus' name. And everybody agree with that in your house, just say a, heart, a hearty amen. Praise God. Again, this is Apostle. We love you. We appreciate you. And as I leave, I decree this over your life. Grace, peace, increase. See you Sunday morning at 9 a.m. on Zoom. Keep expecting great things. Love you.